you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. NFL Explained is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to NFL Explained, a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. America's most reliable network is going ultra with Verizon 5G ultra wideband in more and more places. With up to 10 times faster speeds, you can download a movie in mere minutes. What? Yes, Verizon is going ultra so you can too. 5G ultra wideband available in select areas, most reliable based on rankings from the Root Metrics U.S. Root Score Report dated first half 2021. Excluding C-band and not specific to 5G networks, your results may vary. Not an endorsement. Speed comparison to median Verizon 4G LTE speeds downloads vary based on network conditions and 5G content optimization. Upwork is the world's work marketplace. Empower your business and hire the world's most in-demand developers, designers, project managers, and more at www.upwork.com. Four-point lead for Buffalo, 11 seconds to play. Shotgun. Murray, out of the pocket. Seven seconds. Six seconds. Murray heaves it downfield. It is caught. It is caught. DeAndre Hopkins. Miraculous. Oh, yes, it was miraculous. No one better. And we're actually really fortunate. Ian Eagle was on the call, one of the good guys in the business who was just so on point on that play-by-play there. One of the most memorable moments from the 2020 season, Week 10, Cardinals, Bills, Kyler Murray connecting with D-Hop, that last-second touchdown to take out the Bills 32-30. to Now, the play's since been called the Hail Murray, but before that nickname was given to the play, it already had a name. It went by the Hail Mary. What's going on, guys? I'm Mike Yam, and as always, joined by Aditi Kinkabwala. Hi, everybody. I'm pumped for this one. You should be pumped for this one, because today we're going to do a nice little deep dive on what could be the most exciting play in football. It's NFL Explained, the Hail Mary. Now, Aditi, during our grab bag episode, 
there were a couple questions asked about football terminology. And we thought, you know, things like shotgun and flea flicker. But we felt like with the Hail Mary, we wanted to go all in on something that I know the two of us absolutely love to see. The play that gets us all at the edge of our seats. And then we certainly go crazy when the pass is actually completed. Well, even either way, Mike, frankly, when the ball is in the air, you're sort of like, okay, who's going to get better position and what's going to happen? Because look, at the end of the day, a Hail Mary also has a chance of being an interception. Almost just as good of a chance of being an interception as it does of being caught. Maybe a greater chance. And there are quite a few quarterbacks that don't want that interception padding their stat sheet to some degree. So especially when you see the Hail Mary at the end of a first half as opposed to the end of a game. That is rare. It takes me back. I mean... I was in Green Bay when Eli Manning at halftime heaves a ball up and you see all of these hands go up in the end zone and Hakeem Nix's huge mitts because he had huge, he had like a, I don't know, 5XL glove size. All of a sudden, Hakeem Nix's gloves are higher than anybody else's and he comes down with the ball and the momentum and the excitement and all of that. I'm all into it. Yeah, it's funny you mentioned the statistical standpoint. You know, I've talked to enough NBA players and college players to know a lot of times they don't like the the full court heave or the half court shot. They'll do it when they know the time has actually expired. They'll keep it close just so that they're not worried about that little miss affecting some of those statistics. But look, we've discussed at length a lot of the excitement for for kickers and the whole thing, Aditi, with our ice in the kicker episode. But look, at the end of the day, a bigger rush than a quarterback who launches that ball. I would imagine to me that is really in a lot of ways the most exciting thing. But you and I need to get into sort of the history behind this actual moment. Let's start with where the name actually comes from. You were saying before we did the episode, why do we say shotgun? Why do we say flea flicker? Well, why do we call it Hail Mary? And that's because it is sort of this idea of divine intervention, don't you think? Oh, yes. Yeah. It's actually based on some newspaper clippings from 1922 from a college football game. Not surprising. Notre Dame, actually a part of it in Georgia Tech. The Hail Mary was not used once, actually twice. In the huddle on fourth down, the Hail Mary prayer was used. A player who played in the game is quoted as having said in the huddle, boys, Let's have a Hail Mary. Now, look, I've done enough of the Catholic masses on Sundays, not to mention Catholic school my whole life, to know exactly all of this stuff. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. I'm actually having flashbacks now to Sister Bridget in elementary school. Needless to say, the prayer during the game was answered because Elmer Layden converted on that fourth down Aditi and scored a touchdown. Well, obviously, this came from a Catholic school like Notre Dame. I mean, you have seen the touchdown Jesus, right, Mike? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> But let me tell you this, it did take a little bit longer for the term to make its way into the modern day NFL vernacular. That didn't happen until 1975. Divisional playoff game, Cowboys, Vikings, Hall of Famer Roger Staubach famously throws a 50-yard touchdown pass for the lead to Drew Pearson with 24 seconds left on the clock. Well, the Cowboys need a miracle. Roger, he's going long. Down the near sideline for Drew Pearson. Pearson makes the catch at the five. Touchdown! Would you believe it? Staubach hit Pearson on a 50-yard touchdown. After the game, they asked what I was thinking. I said, well, I closed my eyes and said a Hail Mary. The AP writer wrote the story that the Hail Mary pass won the game. The term Hail Mary started that moment in the NFL. I'm kind of proud of that. Hail Mary answered again! 
Aaron Rodgers and uh, a lot, lot of people have thrown Hail Mary passes, but they didn't throw the Hail Mary pass. The Cowboys then went on to win 17-14 and advance to the NFC Championship. You know what I love about that, Mike? I was just with our colleague and our friend and Hall of Famer, Kurt Warner, the other night. And there's a new movie out on Kurt Warner's life. And he was saying what's so fascinating about this is this generation of NFL players right now who, sure, they know that, you know, Kurt's on TV and they know that Kurt's in the Hall of Fame, but they don't really know his actual story. And that, Kurt was saying, is because your legacy as a player in the NFL is somewhat finite. Right. And when we get to our records episode, we'll talk about that. But what Staubach is saying here is why he is so proud of this is because that term lives on forever. I mean, no matter what, he has made an indelible change on the game. We are never going to call that anything other than the Hail Mary. It's really cool because I actually saw some interviews with Drew Pearson, by the way, on NFL Network, just talking about those moments. And it's kind of cool to relive it. You hear the audio, but when you hear some of these players like Staubach actually talking about that moment and Pearson talking about that moment, you can sort of see the emotion, hear it in their voice and see it on their face. But before we actually walk you down memory lane of some of the most memorable Hail Marys ever, I think it's important to try to define what a Hail Mary is and then get into some of the statistics behind it. We reached out to Stats LLC, who is our official stats provider for answers. And funny, they actually don't have a hard definition for a Hail Mary. Instead, they said they rely on the eye test on film to determine which pass is actually qualified. Love that term, eye test. Some factors considered including game situations like the field position, down, the clock, the score, and what actual play was called. Basically, just verts, right? Like just wide receivers running down the football field and getting it done and then hopefully delivering and the prayers are answered in that critical moment. Well, Mike, it really makes sense. I mean, if you put me on the spot and said, what is a Hail Mary? I would think of it as a final play or maybe two attempts at it, but the final play at the end of a half or the end of a game It's got to be a big, long throw. It can't be just this crazy lateral, how many guys can touch the ball. And I think that that's it. Yeah, clock, end of the play, and it's got to be a deep pass. And it's got to be a score that you absolutely need. Now, Mike, this topic is a little bit hard to quantify. And really, actually, technically, they didn't start keeping Hail Mary statistics until 2006. So let's primarily focus on the last 15 years since those stats have been kept Except that maybe the most iconic Hail Mary, not the first one, not the Staubach one, but the most iconic one was actually the Hail Flutie. And that one happened before 2006. And to be fair, it wasn't actually in an NFL game, but Flutie was an NFL quarterback. So, you know, there's a parallel there, Mike. You'll buy it, right? Oh, yeah. No, I'm I'm with you 100%. It's, I, look, any long bombs we can get, I'll take. <laughs> All right. So 1984, Doug Flutie, Boston College. There's a 63-yard touchdown to Gerard Phelan. The last second touchdown gives Boston College a win over the Miami Hurricanes, the big bad Miami Hurricanes. And there are a lot of people, Mike, that consider it one of the greatest sports plays of all time in no small part because of who actually executed the pass. Yeah. It, look, in, in a lot of ways, it was really awesome. And Flutie, by the way, was actually pretty nasty in that game and nasty in a good way. Uh, it's it sort of look, I did a little Wikipedia search here and I thought this was kind of like a cool little deal. Uh, he threw the ball from his own 37. Now, Flutie certainly wasn't the prototypical perfect looking quarterback in terms of the size and the height. He's 5'10". So kudos to him. I was like the the shorter guys 
for obvious reasons. Uh, but the quarterback, so he throws the ball at least 63 yards against 30 mile per hour wins. So this is like in a day and age where we weren't talking about next gen stats and Cynthia Freeland wasn't dropping like serious dimes on us. So to me, that was kind of cool. And that was after he'd already thrown the ball a ton, right? Yeah. 45 times in the game. Flutie finishes with 472, three touchdowns with the third one being truly awesome. All right, but back to those metrics. Our research team in 2006, since that time, there have been 357 Hail Mary pass attempts in a game in the NFL, including the playoffs. How about this, though? It's kind of surprising. Only 39 completions. So nearly one in nine get completed with only a 7% touchdown rate. On the flip side, one in four of those gets intercepted. So if we want to do the statistical analysis, it's really important to know you're not throwing a Hail Mary unless you absolutely have to based off some of those numbers. Well, and that's what we were talking about earlier, right? I got the statistics wrong, obviously. But as I was saying, I do know of quarterbacks who are afraid to throw the pass because they don't want to be picked off. And I also know ones that are afraid to throw the pass because then people will know whether they really can actually do it or not. I mean, we always knew that Joe Flacco had an arm, but not everybody really necessarily has that arm. So, Mike, there are actually... You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts quarterbacks who've thrown a Hail Mary more than 10 times in their career. And since you know I love quizzes, I'm going to make you guess. But, no, 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 not yet, not yet. I'm giving you a chance to think about it, okay? So you've got... I'm going to need the time. Just a few seconds right here. You mull over that. Which three quarterbacks have thrown a Hail Mary more than 10 times in their career? When we come back on NFL Explained, we will relive some of the greatest Hail Marys 
and find out what future Hall of Famer has yet to complete a Hail Mary of his own bucket list item. We'll do our best to identify what quarterback could be considered the king of Hail Marys. That and much more, Mike, when we return to NFL Explained. Build the team that will build your business. With Upwork, you can find top developers, designers, project managers, and more who can start today so your business can succeed tomorrow. Hire at home or in 180 countries around the world to find the right talent for whatever your business needs. Upwork, the world's work marketplace. Learn more at www.upwork.com. America's most reliable network is going ultra with Verizon 5G ultra wideband in more and more places so you can do more. With up to 10 times faster speeds, you can download a movie in mere minutes. What? Yes, that's faster than your morning coffee run. Lights, camera, coffee. And while you're at it, go on and download a whole series in minutes or a new song in seconds. A one, a two, a one, two. Oh, it's done? Stock up on all that entertainment and sure, you can download work files faster too if you have to. So you can quickly get back to all these great movies, shows, and songs you've just gotten your hands on. Verizon 5G Ultra Wideband is now in more and more places. Verizon is going ultra, so you can too. 5G Ultra Wideband available in select areas. Most reliable based on rankings from the RootMetrics U.S. Root Score Report dated first half 2021. Excluding C-band and not specific to 5G networks, your results may vary. Not an endorsement. Speed comparison to median Verizon 4G LTE speeds. Downloads vary based on network conditions and 5G content optimization. Welcome back to NFL Explained. Mike Yam and Aditi Kinkabwala with you. And before the break, we said there were three quarterbacks who have thrown 10 or more Hail Marys in their career. But before we get there, here's an interesting list of QBs who have never completed a Hail Mary. And it's actually kind of surprising here. Derek Carr, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Dak Prescott, Philip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger. You know what would have been kind of cool, Aditi? Because you were there a couple weeks ago. Heinz Field. Big Ben's last game in front of that home crowd. Can you imagine if there was a Hail Mary that he was able to check that off the list? I mean, that would have been incredible. Sure, except that I think he passed for his average pass attempt that night was 1.2 yards. Yeah, it was like 30 (laughs) some odd passes in the first half for 96 yards. The point is you get a win and he was celebrated. So nice little bow on Big Ben's career. Yes, and it was the most electric, amazing atmosphere. And it was 60 something thousand people lauding the person that has been their franchise quarterback for 18 years. Which is awesome. 18 years, one uniform, no Hail Marys, but plenty of other major statistical records that he's got rocking that Pittsburgh Steelers uniform. But the most surprising of the bunch of that list of players who's never thrown a Hail Mary, Tom Brady. And earlier this year, he actually told Aaron Andrews that a Hail Mary is still one of the things that he wants to accomplish in his career. He's pretty much done everything. And since he's going to play for another 20 years, Aditi, I'm sure he's going to be able to check off Hail Mary on the box. I think you've heard me say this multiple times. Tom Brady is older than me, so I hope he plays forever because (laughs) as long as he plays, I can still feel somewhat young. In any case, back to our top Hail Mary throwers. So I asked you to guess. You've had some time to think about it. What three quarterbacks since 2006 have attempted the most Hail Marys? Okay, there's one name that certainly comes to mind, and that's Aaron Rodgers, because you actually kind of touched on it a little bit earlier in this podcast, guys that have the arm strength to be able to do it. 
Rodgers, I feel like he can just flick his wrist and that thing's going 40 yards anyway. And then when there's actually like an, an attempt to throw the bomb, Rodgers has got it. So on the list, I would say Aaron Rodgers has to be in the top three. Well, ding, ding, ding. That is very good. And that one is a little bit obvious. But let me tell you who's not. Kirk Cousins wow. has thrown 10. And Andy Dalton has attempted 13. Oh, 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 here we go. Now, both Andy Dalton and Aaron Rodgers have actually connected on three Hail Marys, all of them for touchdowns. Cousins has only connected on one touchdown, and he's thrown three picks. Now, he has acknowledged that perhaps the technique needs a little bit of work, but he says his approach is very, very specific. That basically his front shoulder better be tilted up and that his back shoulder better be down because it's not a regular pass, he says, Mike. It's, I think what, how he described it was a moonshot where he wants the ball kind of arcing up and then coming down at the receivers in the end zone. Here's another crazy one. The highest career Hail Mary completion percentage is 40%. That's somebody who completed two of five. And that's somebody is Jameis Winston. Famous Jameis making an appearance on the pod on the Hail Mary edition. Famous Jameis. So overall, since 2006, there have been 156 Hail Mary pass attempts to win or tie a game. Seven were completed for a game-tying touchdown. Of those seven touchdowns, three ultimately led to a win in regulation. The other four forced overtime, but didn't ultimately lead to a win. Now, three of those were completed for a game-winning touchdown with no time remaining on the clock. And Rodgers actually leads the entire group with the longest winning touchdown completion. So 156 Hail Mary pass attempts since 2006. The longest one that was completed for a winning touchdown was by Aaron Rodgers and went for 61 yards. Take a listen, Mike. Rodgers in trouble. It's going to get there. He turned 32 yesterday. Does he have a vintage moment in him? In the end zone, it is caught for the win. Richard Rodgers with a walk-off touchdown. A game ender for the Packers. Now, there is no way you can forget the miracle in Motown. Week 13, 2015, Packers and Lions. Rodgers able to connect with Richard Rodgers for the walk-off win. Aditi, kind of a cool connection here. Maybe some of our listeners of a certain age would remember this play, but the Stanford-Cal game, uh, the play when the band is on the field. So Rodgers' dad, Richard Rodgers Sr., actually played for Cal in that particular game when the band was on the field, he actually handled two of the five laterals to end that game. So for me, there must be something genetically in the Rodgers name when it comes to Aaron Rodgers making a ton of Hail Mary throws, Richard Rodgers being on the <laughs> receiving end of that, and then Richard Rodgers Jr. being on the receiving end of that pass, and then Richard Rodgers Sr. playing in one of those iconic games. Just kind of a cool little factoid there. Sure, but I don't consider a crazy lateral play. A Hail Mary. But anyway, since we did that one, I think it's important that yeah. we go through the other two game-winning Hail Mary touchdowns. So the first one, Week 10, 2010, Jacksonville, Houston. David Girard throws a 50-yard touchdown to Mike Thomas 
to beat Houston 31-24. And what actually happened was that the defender batted the ball into Mike Thomas's hand. I mean, Mike, I'll never forget the first Hail Mary that I was present for. It was 2012. The Giants were at the Packers. It was the NFC divisional round, end of the first half. And Eli Manning heaves the ball downfield into the end zone. You see all of these hands go up. And then that one big, huge set of mitts, Hakeem Nix's gloves. He, I, I don't even remember exactly, but I think he wore a size 4XL glove. His hands were so big. They were above everybody else's. He trapped that pass from Manning against his face mask, actually. And I remember he fell to the ground. It was a touchdown. Everybody swarmed him. And the momentum of that game completely changed. It was like they scored that touchdown. They go into the halftime break. And you knew that the Giants had won the game and were going to go on to the NFC Championship game. And then, of course, they went on to the Super Bowl. And then, of course, they won the Super Bowl. And, you know, I remember that play. And then how can we forget when Aaron Rodgers was on the other side of the Hail Mary, or should I call it the Fail Mary? And I know we talked about this in an earlier episode. 2012, week three, there's a referee lockout. So replacement refs are working the game. Russell Wilson hits Golden Tate for a 24-yard touchdown at the end of regulation. The refs made two different calls. One said touchdown. The other says time was expired. And listen to the confusion right here, Mike. The Packers play it at the goal line as Wilson scrambles to keep it alive. The game's final play is a Wilson loft to the end zone, which is fought for by Tate with Jennings simultaneous. Who has it? Who do they give it to? Touchdown! One guy goes up, touchdown. The other said no time. Has to be looked at because it's a score. Still have an official down there in the pile. Definitive call. There was one touchdown signal. The Seahawks had won. Aditi Rogers always seemed to be in the mix for a Hail Mary one way or another. So it's only fitting that he can speak on the strategy of a Hail Mary. In an ESPN article in 2017, this is what he said. I've done all of those in practice. So even the Arizona throw, the Detroit throw, and this last one, I've done similar plays where we're moving the pocket slightly or not moving the pocket or escaping and resetting the edge. And then you're throwing it as high as you can and trying to judge the trajectory and distance and then how hard you're going to throw it. It's a matter of quick mathematical equation in your mind based on your feel and your muscle memory, which speaks, Aditi, to what Kirk Cousins was saying with the formatics of the throw and what it also reminds me of Justin Tucker when he hit that 66-yard field goal, that little hop step to try to get a little extra oomph on that kick It's sort of the same thing, different position, but once again, just how some of these athletes are thinking in real time on the field. Right. And proving that playing football is not about just being a meathead. I mean, they're clearly doing physics (laughs) on the fly. (laughs) But, you know, as we give these great quarterbacks all this shine, let's talk about the receivers a little bit. Since 2006, Larry Fitzgerald and A.J. Green have the most targets on Hail Marys with five apiece. Now, Fitzgerald was indeed able to catch one of those. But Green, Hakeem Nix, who I mentioned earlier, and Richard Rogers, who you also mentioned earlier, 
lead the way with two each. And since we talked about Rodgers earlier, let's take a listen to what he had to say after he caught that one against Detroit. Now you got basketball in your background. You average 14.5 points your junior year. At what point did you start to think like a basketball player and say, I just got to go up and get this rebound? Um, from the start, really. I'm supposed to be boxing out, and Devontae is supposed to be the jumper. But once I saw it in the air, I realized I could get it, so I just went for it. Aditi, it's a really good point, and I love that Rodgers is saying it because kind of boxes out, leaps up, and he's got that basketball background. But without those guys catching the ball, you don't even have this episode of NFL Explained. I think the one thing that I learned today is Aaron Rodgers might be the best at the Hail Mary throw. We didn't even mention his 2015 Hail Mary in the divisional game against the Cardinals. Uh, I don't know. Is there a guy that you'd want to throw the ball to up in the air last second? Crucial moment in a game? Hmm, that's asking me right now who's got the best hands. You know what? I don't even know if it's about the best hands since we're talking about the whole mathematical piece of it. I feel like Cooper Cup is always in the right place at the right time. I mean, this is a guy that I repeatedly watched just a couple of weeks ago beat double teams. Jamar Chase is fearless. He's another guy I would absolutely totally throw to. Um, who else? And then I... I Again, I'll go back to, I mentioned Hakeem Nix and being there when he caught one. Just being able to, like Roger said, box somebody out and have bigger hands than anybody. That is a tough one. You're putting me on the spot and not even giving me a chance to really actively think about that. Yeah, I like to, you know, just kind of, you look, you, you like the quizzes on this show. I thought I could throw one your way. All right, so then let me give you one more. Let me give you one more. You know, there is one more Aaron Rodgers Hail Mary, and it's one that you forgot. Oh. It, of course, is the 2017 wild card game when he threw a Hail Mary against the Giants at the end of the first half. And uh, I know you still bleed blue. Oh, yes. Sometimes it's hard. So I apologize. But I think we should toss this one out the door on our way out. And everybody else, as you listen to this call and as Mike wipes away the tears listening to those calls, thank you, as always, for joining us. Giants looking for a stop. They're going to air it out. Rodgers does this better than anybody. End zone. Cobb. Touchdown. Unbelievable. It's inexplicable as to how you allow any offensive players in front of you in a Hail Mary type situation. That was NFL Explained Hail Mary. America's most reliable network is going ultra with Verizon 5G ultra wideband in more and more places. With up to 10 times faster speeds, you can download a movie in mere minutes. What? Yes, Verizon is going ultra, so you can too. 5G ultra wideband available in select areas, most reliable based on rankings from the Root Metrics US Root Score Report dated first half 2021. Excluding C band and not specific to 5G networks, your results may vary. Not an endorsement. Speed comparison to median Verizon 4G LTE speeds downloads vary based on network conditions and 5G content optimization. Brought to you by Upwork, where you can build the team that will build your business. Learn more at Upwork.com. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the Land of Saints and Sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment. Watch it now on digital. Rated R.